What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode number 77.0. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be covering The Quiet Man. About time. Yeah. (laughs) Took us a little while. A few things popped up here and there, but uh, we're getting to it finally. Uh, Continuing our year of the bad game. Uh, Today I have with me Matt. Hello. It's kind of a long build-up for an odd game. Yeah. And Anthony? Yeah, the first the first one was silent, that's all. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The Quiet Man, uh, developed by Human Head Studios, published by Square Enix, of all people. Uh, and, um, yeah. Anybody who doesn't know Human Head Studios, um, they are known for a few things. Um, particularly, it seems like they do ports of stuff really now. Now, yeah. yeah. Um, but they were famous for the people that were going to be taking over the Prey franchise. Um, particularly Prey 2. Uh, they had a tech demo show of Prey 2 way back in the day, and it looked really cool, very promising, and then it got canceled. <laughs> I like their website. Most of their games say assisted another company, worked with another company, helped another company. Yeah. Yeah. So some ports, some, it looks like art assistants mostly. Right. Visual support and art. Yeah, they typically help out other companies as they're making games. So they, they've had their hand in Prey. Or did they make Prey? Uh, that's, that's such a, the first Prey is such, like the original 2006 Prey is such a mess. That game started in 1998 or 9 and looked like Turok. So, uh, it was a 3D Realms game, I think, technically. It's a mess. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even try to figure out. It's kind of like who made what parts of Duke Nukem Forever. Don't ask. Just it's right. there. It exists. Okay. So they helped out with Brink, Bioshock Infinite, Defiance, Batman. Arkham I, I kind of like Defiance. I well, you like the TV show. I wanted both both the game and the TV show. I wanted to like more than I did. Yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. But, um, yeah. So they've come out with their officially, their very own game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's The Quiet Man, which released in November, for, November 1st of 2018. So it's actually a relatively new game, less than a year old. And, uh, let's talk about our history with the game. Uh, in fact, I will go first. I had heard of this game. Uh, I don't think I saw any footage of it. For some reason, I thought it was in black and white because everything about the game was in black and white. Like all like the, the, the cover art and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I had no idea that it was it completely silent. Um, and then... I kind of just forgot about it until, yeah. And then I, of course I did hear that it was bad. 
So <laughs> that that was pretty much it. I, I then forgot about it and said, "Oh, it does have it has FM cutscenes, FMV cutscenes, and um, it looks like a fighting game of some type." And I was like, "Yeah, nah, I don't care." <laughs> and that was that's my history with the game. Uh, Matt, what about you? Uh, short and sweet. I don't really have a history. I may have vaguely heard the title, The Quiet Man, but knew not a thing about it. Never looked into it. Never looked at it. Didn't could not have told you even what year it would have come out. I didn't know a thing about this until we discussed it for this series. And what about you, Anthony? Uh, I saw the trailer went, and that might be okay. I was wrong. So. I mean, obviously the trailer had FMV cutscenes. Yeah, and it it showed the first sequence, which has the best transition between the the cutscenes and the gameplay. Which obviously the gameplay doesn't look nearly as good as the cutscenes do, but like it's got hands down the best transition in the first segment between the two, yeah. where it kind of pans across. And I don't know where they cut exactly where it's all digital, but they do a very good job of like. And now we're past it, and they're like, oh, wait, no, it's video game, obviously. I'm like, okay. Oh, I think it does go to show you that this game actually looks pretty decent. Yeah. Mm, there. That, that's the only place I'd say it looks decent, is the first fight. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there was some some in-game cutscenes later on that were... Oh, no, that was rough, dude. You think this so? Is a P- this is a PS4 game. You need to remind yourself that. Uh, yeah, but a budget PS4 game. It, it's Square Enix. I, I'm sorry, there's little excuse. It's budget, you're correct, but it's it's not the modeling that's wrong on these. It's texturing. And I realize texturing, but like, these are supposed, like, you're basing this off of real people. I would have rather you uh, tried to map the texture of the person's face to the model. Like it's off. It's 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 not uncanny valley off. It's just off. Well. Yeah, I mean, a, a couple of the transitions I thought looked a little. It, it I think it made the look. It made the the game part of it look worse by juxtaposing it with the FMV. But uh, aside from that, I thought it was it was okay, and I actually really liked the FMV part. So overall, I thought visually it was. Well, the FMV part, I mean, yeah, it's not the worst I've ever seen. I won't I won't criticize it more than that, but like it just the the FMV stuff is filmed really well. Like it's obvious they had someone that knew what they were doing. And I'll go into that later, but um it it's just like you, here's what the person looks like. Specifically, and I uh don't remember his name. Um but the gentleman that runs the mafia that you work for, he has the worst in-game model by far. Tay. 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 Yeah. Don't go looking up the story, Drew. I'm not looking up the story. I, I, they, they said his name. <laughs> oh, that's right. You did play that part. You're yeah, correct. I, I played. I played a probably a, an extra hour of of the Quiet Man. Uh, with the sound on, so like that's the thing is like where do you even start with this game? All right, you <laughs> need to you need to you need to explain to me what you think. Uh, actually, I should ask Matt. Did you play this game twice? 
Yeah, I, I played it twice. Perfect. Well, I played it one and a half times, and then... Oh, I boy, pop, I'm pop going on a plane, so I just watched the cutscenes for the rest of the second Okay, playthrough. okay. I'm going to... I'm so glad that at least one of us didn't play the second one. So you can go, what? <laughs> so here's Drew, the, what do you think happened? Well, the, the, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go through my retelling of the story. And then at the end of this episode, you can tell me what really happened. Okay. Okay. So, so everything. Gonna, before we I, start, I right. should, we should mention, I like kind of cut you off there. Um, in the first time, um, you play this game once, it is silent except for one line of dialogue. Yes. And when we say silent, I mean, like, you only hear the dull thuds of punching and, like, a weird, I don't even know what to describe it, sound when people talk. It's You can't make out what they're saying because it's, it's just a sound effect that sounds like wind blowing, almost. It sounds like an um, electronic chime of some sort. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's actually very accurate. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how they ever thought this game would be okay like that. I don't know either. Well, the second time they give you... And the second time, which we should add, was added like a week later, um, was the same game, but with full dialogue. And now there's a couple things that I'll just say outright, which I was going to save for the end, but we'll save the story part for the end. Um, they are not... They're, they clearly mic'd the set, or like mic'd the actors properly. This was always planned. This was not an addition. This was not a compromise. They had an idea that they thought that this was going to generate some talk or something, and then they decided to just put out the thing early, the um, audio version, after people hated this. Because... It's bad. It is It is one of the worst. Like, the second time through was far more enjoyable. The yeah. first time through was absolute trash. And the fact that they make you sit through that is fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, that's... Yes, but if you were going to try this, the only thing I'll give them is that I thought it was the optimal length. Like, cause if this game was oh. meant to be played through twice... I mean... Had, had it been yeah. any shorter... Even at ten or fifteen bucks, I would have felt ripped off. If it was any longer, that it, it was painful the first time through, and it would have become unbearable had it been longer for me. I had to explain to someone because when I played this game, I was in such a bad mood. I had to write about it on Facebook, <laughs> um, and somebody said, "Well, the character we should note, uh, Dane, the main character, uh, is deaf." I don't know if the developers of this game have ever met a deaf person, but, uh, boy, um, I don't know where to start with this. Dane can clearly read lips and understand sign language, so why they wouldn't allow the player to understand that is beyond me. That's that's the biggest thing. That's yep. the thing that would have made this game actually pretty decent. So, so, Drew, you didn't even get to the part. There's a scene later on where... And you're going to be like, really? And I'm going to go, yes, when I tell you the story. There's a scene where one of the characters is saying something, and Dane is not looking at them. So if he's deaf, he wouldn't understand what they're saying. And that, if that was the only part you didn't get to hear in this game, it would have actually been really neat. 
because that is a twist right there. And I don't know why they didn't do that to begin with. Exactly. This game implies that these people are. To- well, first of all, the menu system is all pictograms. Oh my gosh! So I have no idea what it means. And my thing is, is like he's deaf, not like illiterate. <laughs> so I don't know what was why. I thought like there's got to be subtitles. No. My, did I turn off audio? No. Yeah, it's weird to have a game based so heavily on a concept and have that concept not seem like it was actually thought through. Yeah, there was so many ways that they could have done it really well. They could have they could have easily had you know the cutscenes that were going on. If he if if Dane was looking at the person's mouth, we could either a hear it or at least see uh, subtitles. I think it would have been interesting if you could hear it. Because that may, if they, like, they, because the characters do walk around in some of the scenes. It's not, it's, it's actually filmed like a well done movie. Like, characters feel natural when they're in the scenes. When they turn away, you could have that, you know, a dialogue slowly disappear because Dane can't see their lips anymore. Exactly. That would have been so good. A lot of neat ideas that you could have done, and they did. None of them. They just turned the audio off. Yeah, they just muted it. It's so... Ugh. Alright. So, yeah. We should also note this is a brawler and you just punch guys and it's it's boring. That, yeah, that whole part of the game is, is dumb. Just throw that it's away. Just, it's just not good. So, to begin with, throughout this game, I was like, this will be easy. Because, honestly, every single guy I could just hit square repeatedly until everybody is dead. And then all of a sudden you start getting to enemies that you have to dodge their attacks. And first I didn't know how to dodge. I started like, I I try to go through the menus and everything's pictograms. And I was like, okay, well, obviously the X looks like he's, he's kind of shuffling. So I hit X to like dash back. There is no block in this game. It is dodge and then attack. And he also has a kick. Um, and then he has a grab, which I feel is useless. Yep. And also moving around the 3D space was awful. Oh, yeah. During the fight. Uh, the camera. You cannot control the camera. Yep. So because of that, you've got guys off screen hitting you and you can't see them. Um, or, or you can't see yourself because the other guy's in front of you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I don't, all right, so let's, let's, let's get into my interpretation of the story. So full disclosure, I played this game completely mute the first time through. Uh, I then went back and played probably the first maybe hour of the game with the audio on. So I didn't get any of the crazy stuff that happens at the end. So I don't know how to explain that. I'm going to explain it the best as what I saw. Uh, because the first, probably the first like five or six cutscenes of this game, it, they are so long and there is absolutely no audio. I just started looking at my phone and scrolling through Twitter or something. Cause I'm just like, this is, this is stupid. I don't know what they're saying. So. You play as Dane, who is a a deaf man, who um, 
is he he works for a guy who is his friend from childhood he's his friend is a mob boss of some kind and Dane is kind of like an enforcer for him mm-hmm. uh the beginning has him uh collecting obviously drugs is what it looks like uh and you go through and beat up a bunch of guys who all look the exact same. Um, and we should specify it is like three models of character mm-hmm. throughout this entire game. It's the exact same three models every time. Um, you go through the same areas <laughs> multiple yeah. times. I went through that apartment, that rundown apartment complex. I don't know how many times. Which again, I thought they looked really good the first time you see them. Yeah, or good enough at least. Maybe not really good. Uh, but yeah, uh, and it's a brawler. You punch and kick guys and knock them out. Um. So as far as the story goes, you're playing as Dane. He's a an enforcer, maybe uh some type of. A hitman? He could be a hitman? I don't know. Uh, for his friend from childhood who is a mob boss named Tay. Um, and he has... Alright, so this is where it gets weird for me because I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Alright? He has a, a woman that he, f- that originally thought he was find, he finds attractive. Yeah, this is, your confusion oh. is my biggest confusion in this whole game. No, 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 no. This this gets messed up. Keep going. Okay. So there's a, this isn't confusion. This is that seems wrong. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, it just is. So uh, after after beating up a bunch of guys and delivering some drugs, uh, we go to uh, what seems like. All right. So here's what here's what was my interpretation. Tay, the mob boss, goes to pick up this woman. Uh, I'm guessing it's his girlfriend or his wife or something, uh, because he brings her flowers. They get into a car. Dane gets in as well. They <laughs> go to a club. She's a lounge singer. This happens in modern day. I didn't realize that they still had torch singers from like the 1940s, but apparently they do. She goes to a club and sings. Um, these guys rush in. Beat up everybody in the club, including Dane, kidnap her, and now Dane has to go get her. I will stop there to then say there are also things happening in between these cutscenes and fighting. There is these flashback cutscenes of a young Dane walking the streets of, I guess, New York. I don't know where this is. Gets a shit. Um, <laughs> he's walking the streets of New York. And he sees a young Tay and a young other guy. Isaac. Isaac. Okay, there you go. Isaac. I didn't know what his name was. Um, uh, are, they are arguing and wrestling over a gun. And the gun goes off. This is in the past. So they're kids. They're like probably... Uh, Dane looks like he's probably like 10. While yeah. the other two look like they're maybe 13 or 14. The gun goes off. 
So we're getting snippets of this. So that's where I'll stop right there talking about that. And that that whole part, that whole setup of the of the way they unveil the story, I kind of liked. Yeah. Other that, than that, other than that, maybe it's a little bit too coincidental that these same three kids mm. know each know, other as yeah. kids. Now, now we're all in these positions to where they basically maintained a relationship, even can like I, antagonistic relationship, twenty years later. Can I? This is a twelve. This is a larger problem, and and, and not just Quiet Man's. Um, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Red Letter Media, but they made a statement about the original Star Wars. The uh, sorry, not the original Star Wars, the Star Wars prequels. That the only way those movies could have been worse was if they went. And here's little Han Solo, and that's <laughs> there's and and it's honestly it's stuck with me because yep. we now have a show that's coming to an end. It's actually ended, I think. Gotham. And what is Gotham? Gotham is Gotham City before Bruce Wayne becomes Batman. And what do they do in that show? They introduce every villain. Life is not like that. You do not grow up and end life with the same people. You People move in and out. And a lot of people you end up spending more time with later on in life are not there from your youth. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's weirdly... It, it makes the game feel so unreal. It makes it feel unreal. Like you're trying to tell a story that has some impact, but it, it just comes off as immediately like fake and a little bit juvenile. It, yeah, it, it's the you can't rely on coincidence. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, that one was that was a big issue with like I just went wait they all know each other like that's okay. Well, I could get maybe like you know. Tay and Dane being friends as kids, and now they grow up. And Tay, you know, went became some kind of weird mob boss, and Dane. Yeah, you could you could but, even but two have, of the three became mob bosses. Yeah. Well, well, you could have it that Dane and uh, Tay were friends, <laughs> and that um, oh god, what's his name? Isaac. Uh, Isaac. Isaac still killed Dane's mom. You could have had those two things. You can't interlock them like that though right like that way tay in in isaac are having a few bit over power and then dane is sent to take care of isaac or whatever and then dane realizes that isaac is the guy that killed his mom like there's there's ways to do that where like people know each other but this is such a we don't have a lot of time so this is what we're doing yeah it's crazy yeah yeah, so uh, we, we kind of jumped into it. So the gun goes off, and what we didn't see originally, we see in a later cutscene, flashback cutscene, uh, it was um, Dane's mother is shot and killed. Now these are these are the worst. These are the worst acted cutscenes. So now on top of that, I say that to say this. The woman that is the lounge singer. Th- all right, let's let's go through the mind of Drew Leachman here because this is what happened. <laughs> yeah, talk about a coincidence. So, we, before we find out it was Dane's mother that was killed, we get the cutscene of the lounge singer. She's pretty, and you can tell that Dane has some kind of feelings for her you know you think oh he's got he's got the hots for her because well she's an attractive woman and you know uh, so that's like this is going to be a love interest she gets kidnapped okay we got it we got to go get her 
right? Save the princess. S- save the princess. Save the world. Whatever. That you know, it's been done a million times. But the later cutscene it shows the the flashback of Dane's mother being killed, and it's the same woman. Going through my mind was saying, did they really just use the same actress? Did they not think people would realize this looks like the same person? I spent five minutes thinking, oh, shit, it's a time travel story. I didn't even think that. I was just thinking <laughs> she looks slightly different. I, like for a while there, I was thinking, is that the same person? That can't be the same person. No, I thought but, maybe sisters. Yeah. That I was was the, my, it's either the same person or sisters. Yeah. And I was just thinking this because her hair's different and just it's the, the same person. Yeah. It's the same person. And I was like, they didn't know Then, you know, I was like, no, they, they're not that stupid to put the, use the same yeah. actress. Right. They don't think we're that, that stupid. Yeah. I was like, come on. And then from there, everything's out the window. <laughs> I'm because just... they, they never, like, address it. If you're going to do that, at least have the decency to be like, oh, my God, you look exactly like my mom. Well, there's no dialogue, right? Yeah, She's that's the, the thing. Here, so you suck a dick. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. It's the first time through. I don't know what's happening. I'm just like, I know. That's what makes this so happy for me, Drew. And I'm, I'm just... so happy you're, you're trying to get through it because you're like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, I, I really don't. So I was like, okay, well, that, that I don't know. Maybe they'll explain that through sign language or something. So we continue on um, while, while uh, so Dane gets knocked out when he wakes up, she's being, she's been kidnapped. He runs outside, runs into our main villain of the story, which is a guy who is dressed up like the plague doctors from medieval times. Uh, He's got the weird bird mask on and he's wearing a shroud and a hood and he carries around uh, a stun stick. I don't, it's like a stun baton or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this is like our first boss fight. And this is where I was like, oh, I actually can't button mash here. I have to, I have to try stuff. So you have to dodge him. You have to do counter attack. So if you dodge an attack at the right moment and attack at the same time, you do a kind of like a, a cutscene counter attack. Um, but after defeating him, you're like, well, that's weird. That dude's, uh, he runs off kind of thing, uh, jumps into a van and drives off, and then we chase after him. Uh, at this time, we're then introduced to the um, detective. Uh, there's a detective uh, who obviously knows Dane because he walks up to him and starts talking to him in a back alley. They're investigating what happened at the club, and... He comes through a back alley, sees Dane, and he's talking to him. No idea what he says. Uh, <laughs> the guy seems concerned for Dane. Okay. Um, so we continue on. Uh, go and uh, beat up a bunch of other uh, gangbangers. And uh, try to... F- I guess we're trying to find the kidnapped woman. Um but needless to say it we run into nothing um we um then go back to the mob boss's place tay and i don't know what happens here this is what's so confusing to me he opens he all right so he goes inside tay's not there 
And he opens up a box that's on Tay's desk. And the Plague Doctor mask is there. And so I'm thinking Tay's the Plague Doctor guy. But then he has a weird, like, flashback to earlier in the night where Dane's wearing the the mask and he's beating up everybody and going nuts. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening here. So I keep going. During this time, we are also getting cutscenes of the past when he was a child. Looks like his dad or somebody beat him uh, when he was a kid. Um, uh, we also see more of his his mother being killed. Um, and uh, we eventually track down the plague guy at his little like sanctuary place. Uh, we fight him again there. Um, eventually we get back to, um, the mob boss Dane, or not Dane, mob boss Tay, and they have a very long cutscene, um, talking about God knows what, (laughs) and, um, uh, he leaves in anger, um, but, uh, it seems to me that Tay has told Dane to go somewhere. So he goes to this, like, like high, you know, high rise kind of place, goes to the penthouse. Eventually we beat up a bunch of guys, and make it to a penthouse. We got this guy, big, giant, brooding guy. We have a boss fight with him. He is Isaac, the guy who, uh, was from their childhood as well, the one who shot his mother. And he's like, okay, I'm going to get revenge on this guy. Beats him up three times. Had to do that fight three times. Three three forms. This is not his final form. He does another form. Can I just say we we missed we missed earlier, and and this is the point though. This particular fight where I went, oh, this is this is full anime. You say that, but like the way this fight ends is an anime ass ending. There was the first the first time you see that is the um. The when you go to get the briefcase at the very beginning, and he kicks the briefcase out of the guy's hand, it flies up in the air, he catches it, and then just like roundhouse kicks the guy into the bathtub. Yeah. Oh yeah, this this is very clearly like a bunch of people who like anime, or at least one person who likes anime was like, I have a great idea. <laughs> so after the fight with Isaac. He, he, there's obviously cutscenes. They're saying stuff in these cutscenes. I don't know what they're saying, but it makes, it, it, it eventually, we, it leads to a cutscene of the pre, of the, the children, as their children, and it's actually Tay that shot his mom rather than Isaac. Yeah, although not cut and dry, they were kind of struggling over the yeah over the gun. And Isaac directed by M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, Isaac then took the blame for it and was, I guess, for street cred. I don't know. Yeah, that's what it looked like. So, um, uh, so then we we then begin the hunt for 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 uh, for Tay, and uh, we go back 
to his office is now guarded by a bunch of dudes. We have to beat up Ponytail Guy. Um, <laughs> I don't even know his name. Uh, Me either, but probably one of my favorite parts of this whole game was him stealing his map, his handkerchief. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to wipe off blood. And then, like, stabbing him in the chest with it. Yeah. Uh, so we had to beat up all his goons and we make it up to the roof. Um, I, I take that back. There's a few other things that are revealed prior to that. Um, we have more flashbacks of child Dane. He's coping with his mother's death and a police officer comes up to him and offers him advice and, and consoles him that police officer then turns out to be the detective that we know from present day um and the detective um like kind of takes care of him i guess uh they they um put him in or they i think they were wanting to put him in some type of counseling uh and the detective wasn't happy with it. I don't know. Um, it's a key piece that doesn't get explained in yeah. the first playthrough. <laughs> and so um, we, before taking on Tay and all of his guys, or he, all right, so we take on Tay's guys, but before we get to Tay, the detective shows back up and says, hey, I want to help. I guess that's what he's saying, or maybe he's telling him, don't do this. Um, and we get the cutscene with Tay and Dane and the detective. Uh, they're saying a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. And I have no idea what they're saying. Uh, Tay pulls out a gun. very A very um, lavish looking gun. It's gold and it's embroidered and stuff like that. And he shoots the detective. And the detective is is laying there bleeding out it seems like and he's dying and um that's when we chase after tay tay uh, goes up to the roof uh he has um the lounge singer lady tied up uh she's tied up to the to something on the roof uh so i guess he kidnapped her um, we have our big boss fight with him multiple times. He also pulls a gun on us, tries to shoot us. We have to dodge the bullets. Uh, after that, uh, we beat him up and then he kills Dane. Or at least we think he dies. Uh, Dane, I should mention that during his his revenge time, he got a plague mask and put it on. So now he's the plague doctor. Um. So we're fighting everybody with the plague mask on. He shoots him, and he dies. Then he comes back with some kind of shadow power. He comes back to life with shadow powers. It's a good mask. And has the ability to teleport and do these insane 
ninja moves. Anime cutscene <laughs> bullshit. And we beat up him. I hit him on an air conditioning unit I don't know how many times. This man should be dead. Maybe he's he's magic too. But we eventually we eventually defeat him. And I just got an email, so Final Fantasy, yay. Uh, so after that, we then go to the, the girlfriend mom. They talk. About something. About something. And the credits roll. Good game. Good story. Mm, no, the credits don't roll. Getting one part. Oh my god, I forgot about the twist. How did twist. I? How, how could I forget about the twist? Because you could. Because this game's forgettable. Yeah. So as we are untying said mom, woman, girlfriend. <laughs> um, Alabama. That's no. where this place takes place. Great, uh, great metro, <laughs> metropolitan city of Alabama. We get. We get met. We were met. <laughs> We're met with um, the final, final boss, who is the plague doctor, the real plague doctor. At least that's what I gather. Um, and it is the dead detective. The dead detective comes back. Uh, he has the plague mask on. It's been him all along. And we have to have a boss fight with him. He has powers. We have powers. We beat him. This isn't really... There's not really powers in this. It's more of just bullshit kung fu. Yeah, but they have like these weird shadow after effects and stuff. Yeah, but that's not that's not the same thing as before. You, you have that throughout the game. How do people come back to life? That's... Okay, spoiler, that's the only thing I won't be able to explain to you. Okay. It's <laughs> Nobody actually died, I think. I, Dude, he gets shot in the head. Tay walks over and shoots Dane in the head. There is no way, like, <laughs> no way. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then after beating him, we then go to mother-girlfriend, and the game ends. Yes, and then it. So in the original, this is where I believe the game ends. Here's and here's if you had paid twenty dollars for this or whatever it is. Is it fifteen? I can't remember how much they charged originally. Shit. It, whatever they charged originally, whatever they charged originally, that is where your game would end. Fuck off. <laughs> so, I I I want to say this. Like I I know people feel like I'm giving this game a disservice because. I'm skimming over stuff. The reason why I'm skimming over stuff is because I can't tell you what happened. Because I don't know what they're saying. That's the thing. Somebody's trying to call me now. Anyway, um, so I don't know what they're saying, so I have to skim over it because I honestly don't know what happened. I can visually tell you what I saw, and that's what I saw. Okay. So... Let's enlighten me. So the the game rewinds at this point, and it shows a specific thing that if it it actually plays dialogue, it's between the detective and the lounge singer. 
And uh, she wants to fake her kidnapping or whatever. Okay. Now we start the game over again. This time the dialogue will not drop off after one line. Because there is one line of dialogue. I believe it's, hey, the creeps are out tonight. And I'm like, that works. That works to some extent if that was the only piece of dialogue. But they need to still convey plot to the player. And they don't do that. So, neat concept, but shit. So you go through and you beat up the same guys. And then you have a long talk with Tay. And it's a pretty boring conversation. There's really nothing to be said other than the fact that the lounge singer has been getting letters. Creepy letters. And so uh, Dane's going to basically keep an eye out. Now, it's unclear, even as someone that played the game twice, whether or not Dane finds this lady attractive. But he she definitely is, does. Right? But then later on, they're in the limo together, and he kind of makes a comment where he treats her kind of like a mother? He says, I'm not a kid anymore? I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, it's it's very clear that Dane has some attraction to this person, regardless of... There's a lot of incestual vibes in this game, and it uh, doesn't end here. Um... <laughs> not a good thing to say about anything but it just feels like they're that'd be the only thing they could put on the cover of this box um, um so dane goes and checks it out and the scene where he's outside of her apartment and he waves to her and she waves back yeah she's on the phone with the detective setting it up i uh, i remember that yeah so they go they go to the um lounge and she starts singing they're talking in the car um she's very disrespectful she doesn't face dane when she talks to him i'm assuming she knows he's deaf doesn't um, he also look out the window though yeah he's he's not facing a lot of people that's either. true yeah yeah this okay so anyways they get there and it was i don't recall if it was now or back when they were uh him and tay were talking but she doesn't want to sing anymore. She says she can't, but she doesn't want to. And that's the reason why she's playing her kidnapping. She'd rather play the piano, and that just doesn't bring people in. Um, because it's the 1920s, um, apparently. Uh, so Yeah, T- Tay's trying to get her to sing, and she's basically just fed up with it. Fed up with, what, the fame or the letters? Yeah, well, the letters are, are fake. Uh, she she doesn't know. Kidnapping. Does she? Yeah, yeah she, she doesn't knows know about that. that. That's... That's the that's setup. All yeah. That's the setup. Um, so it's it's so never it's just Tay. It seems pretty clear Tay. that she doesn't it's, she doesn't want to be with Tay. It's just Tay and Dane that don't know it's a setup. No, but I mean, why why did she want to escape? Oh, does she want to escape Tay or does I don't she think. Want to yeah, she, I, it's Tay. She wants yeah. to escape Tay. But is yeah. Tay holding her against her will? Yes. Yes, very very clearly in the game. Yes. He's a piece of shit. He backhands her at one point. Yeah, and he tells his thugs to make sure that she, you know, do- doesn't go anywhere and basically locks her in her home. Yeah. Um, so she gets kidnapped by the plague doctor, which, by the way, is the quiet man. That's the quiet man mask is what they call it. Um, and so we know it's a detective by this point, but we don't know that and in the first playthrough. So, uh, they get away. Um, and this is where they believe it's, uh, the big, 
Hispanic guy, right? Yeah, Isaac. Yeah, Isaac. Isaac. So you go and confront Isaac, and uh, Isaac's like, "You're being played. You're yeah. not re- a. You're not remembering the events that killed your mother properly, and B. They're using that, and they're using me, and they're using uh, Tay. Like they are, whoever's behind this is pitting us against one another. But you're so stupid. That's what he kept saying. You're so stupid. I can say whatever I want in front of you, and you can't understand me because you're deaf. I'm like that's not <laughs> how this works, man." He can read your lips. It's only Um, us, the player, that you can say anything you want in front of us. Yeah. So, and then that's also one of my favorite sequences, where he pushes him against, uh, where Dane hits him against the glass, and then just keeps punching him, the glass slowly cracks behind him. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. Anyways, Isaac dies there, because the building blows up. Isaac is dead. Um, And you run into the police officer, and the police officer ta- talks to you really shittily, like, you're going to fuck this up again, aren't you? Like, everything you fuck up, like, uh, you know. And it's like, whoa, okay, this is not what I was expecting. Because his body language, and see, this is where it's smart. Because a lot of what Dane does is not look at the police officer. So his body language says one thing, but the words out of his mouth say something completely different. Anyways, he's giving Dane shit. And... uh him and Dane go to confront Tay, who... I, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm losing pace because I don't remember when she gets back to Tay, but who cares? Um, they're all, they're in a car ride, uh, him and the officer. And, uh, like, shortly before this, they do one of the other flashbacks. It's the one where the police officer's consoling uh, Dane after Dane's mother dies. And you find out that the officer is Dane's dad. Yeah. The cop and the detective, same person, Dane's dad. So biologically, that's his dad. Yes. Yep. Which makes him also more entwined in the story than you might think on the first playthrough because, I mean, he's Dane's father and apparently her name is Lorraine. So was Dane's – so was the detective beating him as a child? Yes. Yes. He blamed Dane for uh, Dane's mother's his wife's death, basically. Sounds like Dane, hold on, hold on. not not as much as the other two. The the the, the you know the you know the sequence you know that yeah he blames Dane for not being a bigger man basically yeah so you know that sequence where he's consoling him that's actually not what's happening he's grabbing Dane's shoulder and is saying I will never forgive you. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm dead serious. But it works. It, there's, there's, it, it's shitty. It's shitty and it's not great, but it works because Dane, like, as a kid, is not looking at his father. So as a deaf character, you wouldn't be hearing that. And I'm like, that's really smart. But they do it so poorly. Like, he's Dane's drawing and he's like, draws what that little bird-like creature, the quiet man. That's what the mask is from. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the the counselor's like that's just him working out his um, what is what, what what's the word they use? His grief? No, it is it, it, guilt or something like that. Yeah. And and the, his police officer dad goes, he should feel guilty. I was like, yeah, this, is crazy. this a piece was of shit. That was one of my favorite scenes for this exact reason that that, that you keep um, alluding to and illustrating, which is the discrepancy between what you think is happening on the first playthrough and what you find out happening on the second. Like, I didn't, I did not at all 
I, to be honest, I don't even know now if I got that that was his father on the first playthrough oh, or not. I definitely didn't. I didn't I know that. I probably fun. didn't, but I definitely didn't get that that scene, like, that he was, like, aggressive towards the child. Yeah, no, I didn't get that at all. But and that's, they do some really smart stuff, like, by yeah. not, by showing the beating scene um, for Dane, but only showing the legs of the guy, right? It, it, it implies there's a father, and they never show the father and the officer in the same thing, so you never know. Yep. And it was like, that's really smart, but by not having any dialogue, because at one point uh, during the second playthrough, I don't think it's in the first one, the counselor goes and talks to Dane one-on-one and starts signing with Dane. Mm-hmm. And and it's moments like those that should have been, to us, the player, revealed, and they didn't do that. The game is not good enough gameplay-wise to not do the right thing when it coming to delivering the plot. <laughs> but there again, there was a really it gets crazier, Drew. They're driving, <laughs> they're driving to Tay's house, right? And he reveals the entire plan to Dane, and Dane's and not Dane's even looking out. Yeah, and so the plan is: these two guys killed my wife. And now you're a fighter, so you're going to kill these two guys. And that and this way, I get revenge. Setup, yeah, and I get revenge, and you get to make up for your mistake because this woman looks like your mother. I swear to God, that's the reason why. Well, but I, 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 get no, to, I didn't think it was because it looked like his mother. I no, think that kind of came very, in later. He, no, it's very clear that that's the reason why this person specifically. Yeah, tr- but it, he's been harboring those feelings forever, so and now he's just—he finally has an opportunity to, to basically get some closure from right. his Robert's perspective. Right. Okay. My apologies. You're correct. I'm saying that this particular person, this, all these events are spiraling finally because this person looks like Dane's mother, his wife. I. Yeah, I think that's basically the impetus. But basically, Robert felt that way for decades, and this is just the thing that finally triggered him to say, "All right, now I can, now I can put the things in motion that I've wanted to do." Yeah. So. You get there, and, and Tay's like, are you going to let a woman come between us? The answer is apparently yes. <laughs> and it's creepy when you think about it, because it's kind of weird incestual stuff, where the, the father and the son are fighting, I guess, sort of, for the same woman that looks like their old, their their dead wife slash dead mother. That's some weird shit. <laughs> um... Yeah. So and it, it it never came off at all believable to me that Tay felt strongly enough. Like, w- why would he have Dane protecting her? And then I, I don't know the whole the whole flip from Dane to protector. Oh, now he's sleeping with her, so I must kill them both. That yeah. whole thing felt so much like a, a flip of the switch, and. It, I, I other than Tay being a bit crazy, I didn't really get enough justification for why he would flip like that. Yeah, I mean, this is where the, this is where the whole plot falls apart. All of a sudden, they introduce the uh, supernatural aspect of the Quiet Man when he gets shot in the head. 
that's it. Like, that's the only supernatural part of this whole game. Right yeah. there. I, yep. And I, the Quiet Man is, is a character Dane made up to protect himself as a kid. But... Eh, I wish they'd... Like, if that was a thing, they should have had the second playthrough show more of, I guess, that Quiet Man character, in some sense, protecting Dane from, like, a knife that he wouldn't have seen or some shit. I don't know. And then what happened specifically with... The the scene in the club where he actually did put on the mask and like went nuts. Yeah, they don't explain that. They that, never. That scene doesn't really that. make any sense. Um, and and then him and his dad fight it out basically because it's finally come to that. And uh, the the scene that's not shown in the original playthrough is they both survive. Um, Dane goes to jail. Uh, and getting out of jail, uh, he comes out, and there's a car waiting for him, and it's his father, and it's like, are you ready for to try, like, round two or whatever? Like, basically trying to make amends or whatever, and it was like, okay. And I was like, fuckers, you should both be in prison. You both had the, your hands in killing somebody, and I don't give a shit if you faked the kidnapping or not. Like, you had... There's there's actual police effort put into finding these people or, you know, all the other things like fucking um, the, the place that exploded. Hey, what the fuck? Is, <laughs> stupid game falls apart. There's such a neat concept in there and they fuck it up so bad. This is crazy. But, but right, right, the whole father thing was totally out of fucking left field. It works, I suppose. It was just like, they don't make that clear at all the first time through. And I guess some people might say, well, he was taking him to um, counseling. But I figured his father was out of his life at that point. So no one else could take him to counseling. Yeah. So, you know. I, I figured that was like Commissioner Gordon kind of thing. Yeah. Taking, taking young yeah. Bruce Wayne after his parents died. No, yeah. it was abusive father talking shit about his son behind his deaf son's back. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, crazy and the absolute best parts of this game. Yeah, and the the last the 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 dialogue before the last battle is so fucking awful. <laughs> it's awful, and then the song comes on from um, what's her name? Uh, I don't even remember. Um, the singer. This, well, the, no, it's an actual, like, musician in real life. I don't remember who it was, though, and I was like, this song's bad. <laughs> and I'm like, obviously, this is where part of the money went. Um, oh, yeah, it was, it was, that's it, though, Drew. I, I don't have anything else to, to like, the, all the gaps that are there, <laughs> that's it. Some okay. of them are explained, some of them aren't. How long was this person in jail? So how long was Dane in jail when his dad came um, It doesn't. It doesn't say. It just shows him leaving like a jail or prison or something. They don't look like they've aged much. Okay. I. I don't know. I. Uh, this, that's stupid. There's there's ways they could have done this. There's there's ways they could have done it properly. And it might have been a unique experience. They could have easily have, have, have covered up all the dialogue that was quote unquote secret, mm-hmm. but still gave you dialogue. 
And then when you beat the game, you'd be like, what happened? And then that part, like I said, you know, it says, if you want the true ending, play it again. And then it, it, then they show you all the dialogue you missed, not all the dialogue period, you know, and and that would have made it a little bit more alluring and would have got people to play it a second time. I didn't want to play this a second time. So I, I, I don't know, like, cause the gameplay was not good. And you don't well, get enough out of the story to to make you know that it will be better on a second playthrough. Exactly. There's not really any indication that you should play it again. Yeah, the only the only big reveal thing was I had two questions. A, why does the woman look like his mom? And B, uh, the dete- why is the detective the the plague doctor? That's that's the only questions I had. And to be honest with you, I had put one four, good answer. Yeah, I put four thing. I put four hours into this thing. And I didn't want to play. I'm going to play it again. To figure those two questions out. So, yep. I don't know. Yeah, I just... Ugh. They tr- I mean, they could have easily had done something way better here. Yeah, given like all that they put into actually making the pieces of the game, it's sad when the only thing that really falls apart is just the way they assemble those pieces at the end. Well, I mean, the worst part about this, like the most egregious part, is... All they had to do was you—you you had two audio tracks, clearly for this same video, and all you had to do was cut out a little bit of dialogue for the first part of the game. It's not hard. I could do it. I could take the cutscene and just take the dialogue from the second half and make it audible in the first, and then as soon as the characters turn, just drop the audio volume a exactly. little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Do that in Audacity. Yeah. Just, uh. Well, there you go. That was the quiet man summed up in an hour. Yeah. I, <laughs> so we basically, the whole game is only three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I, look, I, I, to be honest, I didn't hate the game. I hated parts of the game. It was very, very uneven for me. Did you let me let me guess? You really hated it the first time through, and the second time through, you went, "Oh, okay." Because like that was me. I I generally yeah. Drew, I messaged Drew and went, oh, "This is, might be the worst thing I've ever played in my life." I, and she's like, "It's not that bad." Time. And I was like, "Dude, this is really bad." And then as soon as I started getting into the second playthrough, I went, "And this is this is not great, but like this definitely is nowhere near as bad as the first time through." Now that there's audio. Yeah, I didn't even hate it the first time through, though. I just didn't, like, I just felt stupid. Oh, I'm, I, stopped, I, I'm I stopped like, caring. I, like, what what, what story am I going to be told? They, because it's not like people are doing anything. They were actually just having a conversation, so it's not like I can tell what's going on. Yeah, so I spent most of the game watching those cutscenes, trying to figure out how much of the relationships I could glean out of the way they interact with each other. And I spent the whole game like, all right, what what is actually happening? Like, I wanted the ability to rewatch those pieces and just say, can I? Are, are they trying to give me enough contextual clues to allow me to get the story out of the game just by the way that right right there's the there's the simple scene in the car with um with Lala I guess her name is and Dane and she's Lala, trying to like yeah. reach over. She's trying to reach over and touch his hand, and at the last minute he pulls it away. 
That's why he says I'm not a kid anymore or something like that. Yeah, and I'm and I'm just I I thought that scene was fascinating because I'm like, what exactly is happening here? I mean, uh, ostensibly what's happening is she's trying to come on to him and he says no. But is is that what's happening? And is the game providing enough in the way that the characters are animated in the subtle clues of the you know where they're looking, facial animations, all that? Are they giving me enough to understand the story? It turns out in the end, the answer is no. You you really <laughs> you, you can't understand the story without the dialogue, and they're not. It, 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 but it would be a different kind of game if they were trying to get you to do that. That's the game I thought it was to start with, I and so I spent the whole first playthrough trying to figure out what was happening and just feeling dumb because I'm like, I just don't know. Like nothing is happening. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, I I think what they were trying to do, and they they somewhat succeeded, was they were trying to do a, a pull a gotcha. They, they, you know, obviously you can't hear anything your first playthrough, so you have to just watch and try to figure out what's going on. Kind of like how I did with this podcast. I just said what I thought happened, right? Yep, yep. And the big gotcha moment was, oh, because you didn't hear what they were saying, you thought they were saying this, but they were actually saying something else. And that was supposed to be the big gotcha moment. The problem is, is that you can't have a gotcha moment if the guy doesn't play the game a second time through. And they didn't do a good enough job with the game overall to make me want to go back and do it again. Or it, even to tell you that you should. Yeah. Right? Like, if it was a good game with no no obvious reason to play it again, you might, like, almost accidentally play it again and be like, whoa, I didn't realize all this was happening. Yeah. So but, he, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a trophy, and it's DLC, and it's like you finally be understood or something like that. I don't know, but I mean, yeah, you, you, you the the real story or whatever, discover the truth. Yeah, it had yeah. some stupid name like that. And I'm just like, what? It, you know, the, hearing Anthony say what actually happened via the dialogue, that's fascinating. Yep, but I'm totally fine with somebody telling me. Yeah, so like I said at the beginning of the show, I think the idea behind this, the way they released it, um, was that they thought this was going to generate conversation. What do you think happened? I don't know, man. Huh. I couldn't figure it out. Why this is not a detective? water cooler game like Lost. Right. What do you what do you, what do you think that, why do you think the detective was wearing that mask and, and tried to kidnap her? I don't know, but I, they had some long conversation on the roof. What do you think? And then the game came out and they went everybody went What the fuck is this? And like, yeah, accurate. What the fuck is this? So like, oh well we're adding we're adding back the dialogue. Like, like that wasn't already planned. Like, there was too much... It was very clearly a decisive move to have that released after. And they kind of pushed it off as, like, it's a fix, but it's really not. It's the second half of what you wanted to do. Exactly. That's the thing. Is it, 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 Perfect example. When I, when I watched uh, The Sixth Sense and found out the ending... The first thing I wanted to do was go back and rewatch it and see if I could figure out what was, was see everything that was happening. Yep. And the if and you know, contrary to what everybody may think, M Night Shalomon does a pretty good job at that, right? Mm-hmm. And this game wanted to do that, but it did not 
in any sense. I just, I was left confused and left, oh well, that's that was that game. And the only reason why I went back and listened to the audio was because, Anthony, you said, hey, you might want to check that out. And I was like, okay. And I played like an hour of it. And I was like, eh, yeah, I didn't get to the good stuff. I didn't get to the gotcha moment. The, the, well, let's not say good, but yeah. Gotcha yeah. moment you didn't get to. So, it's, yeah. Uh, you, they failed on making an M. Night Shyamalan movie that was good. <laughs> so, there, the, I had no I had no reason to go back and play this a second time. It's... uh. I'm just going to, again, just to make sure everybody realizes I know my shit. Um, the, the, it's very clear that the audio was recorded when they filmed those pieces. Oh, absolutely. Not ADR. You would be able to tell if it was ADR. Um, so it's, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing that they would release this in two parts. I, I, yeah, I, it's, I honestly it's very think annoying. it's. I think it's what you said. I think it was they were the, the developers were like, "Man, we're gonna make we're gonna make so many people think, you know, what what really happened, you know?" And somebody made a bad game, and, and instead <laughs> that's they, what really happened. Instead, the reviewers got a hold of it and were like, "Yeah, this isn't good. Don't waste your money on." It. They're like, well, "Wait a minute, there's there's oh, more we're to not it." Done. Yeah, you you guys didn't do what we wanted you to do. Here's here's DLC that gives the audio, and you know, you should have had that in the game to begin with. And and you know what? Like just to defend some, the actors aren't bad. No, like I I thought they were very good in a B actor kind of way. Oh yeah, I mean, what else were you gonna do with this plot? Yeah. The guy's deaf, but he can turn. Eventually, there'll be supernatural elements. He's also a kung fu expert. At some point, I wouldn't hope that they don't bring their A game. Yeah, but you but know what? Me, I mean? This was one of the most enjoyable parts, especially with audio. But even even the first time around, like you can tell it's like well done B movie. It's a little bit corny. Then when you get to a scene like you mentioned, where he's punching Isaac up against the glass. You know, in in all of the fights with the Quiet Man, like the whole thing just has a a sheen of ridiculousness that, you know, aside from kind of the the twist and the way they structured playthrough one versus playthrough two, just kind of the acting and in the way that everything was handled as far as the cinematography and and just the FMV part of it, all of that I liked. So my my biggest takeaway was. The, there's no game like this would have been much better as just a movie almost. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, um I got an email regarding the quiet man. So let me um Sorry if whoever out there played this. No well it's the person who suggested the game to us. Oh, I'm so sorry that you suggested this game to us. <laughs> so sorry for us. So uh this comes in from Chad. And uh, he says, howdy gang, uh, this was one of my suggestions for this year, so I figured I should jump in the muck with you guys and chime in on this unbelievable shit biscuit. <laughs> uh, this game is absolute nonsense, and I have no idea how it ever got published. I have no faith that this game is reflective of someone's original intent. 
If I had to guess, someone must have pitched this game to Square Enix as the first fully transitional FMV to CG cinematic experience. A large sum of money was probably provided, and then the early build was sent to Square Enix for QA testing. While going through QA, the publisher probably realized what a mistake they had made investing in the project, and then started to figure out ways to cut losses by trying to get a return on the investment. I imagine the developer asked for money in to add in things like, I don't know, maybe special moves and better combat mechanics, usable weapons by the player, interactive stage combat mechanics, RPG mechanics for character development, creating meaningful transitions from the combat sections to the cutscene segments, further editing and polishing, etc. You know, before you go any further, there are a few context like sensitive like finishers for yeah. enemies depending on where you stand yeah. there's no way to tell which what how to do them and i don't know what parts of the room to do it but at one point like he slammed a guy into a microwave or something like that i'm like wait what yeah it didn't happen the first time through either i was like okay there's wait, a bunch with isaac oh i see i didn't even know there, there's one where you're in a kitchen and you kick a uh a teapot that's on the stove and the guy fumbles with it in the air. And while he's fumbling with it, he, he drop kicks him in the face. See, like I didn't even get to see that. That's disappointing. Yeah. Cause this game is so unclear of what the fuck I'm supposed to do in fight combat. So I just mash on the same buttons. Mm-hmm. So what about and the so- whole mechanic of where it starts showing like flashbacks and stuff while you're fighting? What, I don't what was know. that even about? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I thought that's... that meant I was doing good. Yeah, I was think that it a mechanic. Does. I thought that. Oh, okay, sure. All right. Did you guys, know, did gonna... you guys die in this game? A couple times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every time you die, you see your mother looking at you with dumb faces. Dude, yeah, the yeah. one where she crosses her eyes is terrifying. I saw that like four times, and I was just like, terrifying. "Oh my god!" So presumably that was what his mother. And that's his, his mother as a baby. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Looks like she's making googly faces at him as a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It says, uh, at, at that time, I imagine the publisher got a good belly laugh and told the developer that they are not investing any more money into that turd. Instead, huh. complete the development to meet the minimal requir- qualifications for functionality and ship it. Then the developer comes back stating that they are nowhere near completion, and the publisher promptly responds with, there is no way we are going to polish this turd. If you can't make it good, at least try to make it interesting. The main character is deaf, right? Remove all the audio and we will market it as a first progressive title of its kind where you perceive the events of the game as a deaf protagonist. After completing one run through of the game, I have no intention of spending another minute with it. I'll just have to be satisfied with the silent film version. I was making up the story as I went. Seems like a young Leonardo DiCaprio was taking a leisurely stroll through the hood when he comes across his friend Tay fighting with Bruno Mars over some shoe, uh, super shoe high tops. In the process, Leo's mom gets shot and his hair turns from blonde to brown. Commissioner Gordon takes Leo under his wing. That's a foreshadowing pun. Um, uh, but he ends up working for Tay in a crime syndicate anyway. 
because Tay is a douche, he ends up with a lounge-sinking girlfriend that just happens to be identical to Leo's dead mom. I still don't understand that whole relationship dynamic. Then Bruno Mars is uh, revealed as Birdman, but not really. Then Tay shoots Leo dead, but then he comes back as Super Birdman. After (laughs) After he beats up Tay for some reason, it is revealed that Foster Popo, dad, was really Birdman all along. Whatever. I have no clue what's going on in that story, and I have no intention of finding out. All I know is the whole thing could have been avoided if Bruno wasn't such a dick over those shoes. Also, I would be suing if I were uh, Mad Magazine, because that mask looks like straight up a ripoff from Spy vs. Spy. Uh, There is only one way this game can be redeemed for me, and that is if BadLipReading.com did their own Uh. voiceover and offered it as free DLC. Later, gents. Chad. Um, I can explain a lot of this. Uh, Sigmund Freud and wanting to fuck your mother. That's legitimately a lot, a large portion of what I think this game is trying to go, like, centers around. Just kind of fucked up, but just the reality of it. Yeah. Right. I guess we answered pretty much most of his questions. Um... Game's still bad. Oh, no. Let's not defend that. So, uh, all right. I, I do want to do a final thoughts with everybody. Anthony, you knew the most out of everybody here about this game. What are your final thoughts on The Quiet Man? I think I've made my... I don't have any final thoughts on that. All I can think of is just human head. Man. They got really screwed on the whole Prey 2 situation by Bethesda slash Zenimax, and apparently everybody lost their mind there. <sighs> this is so disappointing. I mean, it's it's clearly like Human Head trying to make a Remedy video game. Yeah. And they don't, they're not Remedy, so <laughs> we got the quiet man. Matt, what about you? Yeah, that's a bit of a tough game for me. I, it's clearly a bad game. Yeah, but for me, it's more uneven than it is bad, because the things I liked, I did like, um, and the things like it not having released with the second playthrough don't mean anything to me because I didn't play it on day one. I wasn't disappointed and without the ability to play through it a second time, and I kind of had heard that you need the second playthrough to get everything out of it. So all that I kind of knew already. So I didn't have that maybe disappointment or, or lack of ability to understand the game. But is it worth playing through twice? Probably not. I, I really think that the most enjoyable part of my playing this game was when I gave up on it and just watched the rest of the cutscenes on YouTube. <laughs> that that was absolutely perfect because I didn't have to deal with the crappy combat. I got all the audio, and you know I I don't know. It's, that's all you needed. That's all there is to this game. Yeah. You know, if you want a game that you want, you kind of need to play twice or more or times than that. I think it's four for the first game, and it's technically twice, and then there's three extras. Like the Nier series does be telling the same story, mm. especially in Nier one. Yeah, you know, um, the, the way they do it is a lot smarter than this game. Well, so if you're gonna spend your time with janky games, like go play the original Nier. Do love near. Love long long before uh, Anthony uh, joined us, we did near uh, for Phoenix Down. 
uh, probably episode four, I think, <laughs> back in 2012. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's yeah that that I was going to say that in my final thoughts is yeah play near. Near does it well, and you know what? That game's pretty good. I haven't yep. played Automata, so I can't. Speak Automata on does is a better playing game, but it only does that sort of aspect once, and it's not necessarily the same because you're playing as a different character, so it's a different perspective on the same events. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the endings in that game—it's not really spoiling anything. Cause I'm not talking in details. It'll finish. I'll show you the credits, and then you start up again. And it's it continues the story after the second time through, so there you go. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I would say I didn't give it a fair shake, but I didn't want to. That's, this game doesn't deserve it. So yeah, that's that's the thing. Is like I really didn't like that combat. The, the first probably two hours of this game was easy button mashing, where yep. nothing really mattered, and the last part was just a frustrating mess of boss fights that were just. You had to perfectly time everything. It was just annoying. Yeah, that, that's, for, that's for, for me. This game falls between Damnation and Sonic 06. Ah, for this year, where's where's Eben Batuta in that one? Second from the bottom. Oof, just below Sonic 06. Oof. Oh wow, man. wow! Someone's a lot meaner <laughs> to Eben Batuta than I am. Uh, man, I. Uh... <laughs> That game was more pointless than this game, in my opinion. Okay. Because I don't think there's a single redeeming thing about Ibn Battuta. Uh, okay. Whereas The Quiet Man has at least a few spikes that I thought were... were, were you know, if, if there was any hope to want to play this game, it, there's some reason to play it. There's zero reason for me to ever recommend Unearth to anyone. I think, at the, I think at the end of the year... The question not to be like, okay, what's the ranking? But you have to, you have no other choice but to save one of these games from a fire. Which one is it? Oh my god! <laughs> well, so far it'd be Haze for me. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> Haze one, Damnation two for me. So uh, yeah, um, uh, to be honest with you, this sums it up perfectly. I had more fun talking about this game right now than I did playing it. And that's because it was yeah. fun hearing what actually happened in this game. <laughs> yep. So I was genuinely surprised. I did not know that was what happened. So that, I mean, that's, that's it. That's all my final thoughts. That's, that's the quiet man. Uh, it was on sale. I paid $6 for it. So played worse. I have played worse. I've I, played I much, play much better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have played worse, but yeah, that's, that's the way it is. But that's, uh, that's going to be it for the quiet man. Um, next game, uh, very highly anticipated game. Uh, Shinmu. The first Shinmu. I have never played Shinmu. I've only seen like one or two little clips of, you know, the dumb dialogue apparently. Uh, so I have no idea what I'm in store for. I'm guessing it's some type of weird life simulator slash beat 'em up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. Why? Why be good at one thing when you can be mediocre to below average on a bunch of things? 
Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. Some people say that Shenmue's one of the most innovative games I've ever played, and then some people hate it with a fire-burning passion. It, it is. It, hold on. It is innovative. I, anybody that denies that can. Um, yeah, I, I can't agree with that. Like, it does some stuff that, like, if you think about the year this came out in, nobody else did anything like that. Yeah. That being said, doesn't make it good. Well, it just means it's innovative. Well, there you go. Okay. But that'll be the next game for us. Uh, Matt, you're going to be gone next week, correct? Yeah, I'll be gone next week, back the week after, and I have started it. Okay. So how do you want to approach this? You just want to take a week off, and then when you come back, try to play as much as you can? For me, that yeah, for me that would work. Okay. Yeah. Me we'll too. do it, we'll do it like that. So we we will be having a break next week. We will not have a show, uh, but that'll be okay. We're gonna I'm gonna play as much Shinmu as I possibly can, uh, and uh, we'll see uh, we'll see what happens. That will be our next game though. So everybody buckle up. We're gonna find some sailors, and uh, yeah, play some Sega games. I will say I have found the sailors. Okay. Well, good. So it happens early on then. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I like. I have no idea how this game works. Apparently, it goes through months and months. So, all right. Well, that's going to be it for us. I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, if you would like to follow us all on Twitter, I am at DML Fury. Uh, Matt is at REMGS, and Anthony is at Intersect. The podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. And, uh, yeah, shoot us some emails. Shinmu, I know there's a lot of people out there. There's at least three people out there playing this game along with us. I expect three well, emails. At this point, at this point, they're probably way ahead of us. Oh, I, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are, but that's, you know, that means they've got tons of content to talk about in their emails. So I expect three emails next the next recording. You got two weeks to get an email in. So let's do this. Alright? But that's it for us. We're gonna get out of here. Until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And I'm Anthony. And we're out of here. You guys have a great week, and we'll be back in two weeks with the beginning of Shin Moon.
Love.